Comics. Movies. Music. Video games. Technology. Blu-ray. Television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. The world we know is gone. No internet. No GPS. No text messages. No podcasts. In a world ruled by the dead, we are finally forced to start living. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Walking Dead TV podcast. This is episode 359. I'm Russ, and a little light today. We got Rich and Aaron. Hello. We'll see if Dr. Current shows up. Boom. We'll, we'll see. He Did was anyone page Dr. Current? He was tentative for, for this evening. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're going to talk about uh, Fear the Walking Dead Season 8, Episode 3, Odessa. No news. Yeah. We don't have any news this week, right? Yeah, we're not getting much news. There's just like, because Dead City's gearing up, I just keep seeing like, here's a new poster. Yeah. I'm like, all right. So it's like, which I'm not against. Like, cool, great, good on them. But, you know, nothing as far as news goes. Nothing about those movies. Oh, wait, I think they wrap production, actually, not the movies, the, the miniseries now. Yeah. They, they wrap production recently. That's the latest thing I heard on those. So they're shot. <laughs> Andrew can go home. Nice. <laughs> All right. So we start this episode with Madison's turn on the table with the crazy head uh, on the articulated arm uh, coming towards her. And uh, Padre. Th- Padre wants June back, and they want they want the, her to take Madison. They, they, they want her back. And June sees Madison, of course, and didn't know she was alive. So this has kind of been the thing this season. Like, everybody comes across everybody else and is like, I didn't know you were still alive, or I didn't, you know, that kind of thing. I'm um, so concerned about this Padre thing is when it comes to, like, loyalty, where it's like, if you're running a tight ship here, you got children soldiers and all this stuff, do you really want to like have people that don't want to be there? Like, is that really going to help you out? Like, yeah, yeah. This is this is James Bond one hundred and one. Just fucking kill them. Like, <laughs> what? what yeah. are, they're nothing but trouble. Like, everything that could have uh, could have been a problem is a problem because you didn't just shoot them in the head. And move on. Yeah. Like, you're always like, let's teach a lesson. Let's do this or that. And it's like, come on, guys. Like, <laughs> but as we'll see. The person in charge maybe isn't uh, isn't the most capable. <laughs> I would say. Uh, well, that's that, that, and that gets to Rich's problem with the writing, where it's like you can't do this for like twenty years and then also be like, but I don't know what to do here. Like, you, yeah. need, to, you need to be more judicious. In they how didn't this works. correctly feed the AI machine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Like, say what you will about some of these other people, but at least they got shit done. Like, Negan stuff is awful, but, like, hey, you know what? His, his, he, he, had a, he had a method, and it was working. Like, he, he wasn't yeah. taking shortcuts. He was killing people left and right or scarring their faces or whatnot. It was effective. Yes. Um, so, yeah, Madison mentions that she has a file with all the kids she took and who their parents are and where they were and all that kind of stuff. And she's, she's trying to get June to go get it so they could basically shine a light on everything that Padre's doing. Um, and at this point we get a flashback to 12 years before, uh, with a young, we see a, a, a male and female. Uh, we come to find out that their brother, sister it's Shrike and her, and her brother who we we, 
fi- come to find out that it's uh, Ben is the and it's weird. This this right in this scene starts and everything. I suddenly got a craving for some burgers and frosties. I don't know. It's weird. I had Wendy's on the mind. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So we find out Shrike's real name is Sam. Her brother, his name is Ben. Um, and then they, I guess they set up the loudspeaker gig because they're like wandering around this place. They come across this room, which we know to be like the interrogation room. Uh, and then over the loudspeaker, somebody says something and scares the crap out of them. Uh, and uh, we find out it's their dad. He's a soul. He's a general in the army, General Krennic, AKA, AKA Padre. Padre. Yes. Um, <laughs> which is funny because they make a point of like, oh, you should really fix that speaker because it's like scaring the hell out of us. Um, you know, again, that it's. It was a little weird, <laughs> but I guess they had to explain. And it, it's also also fitting that he's a long lost descendant of um of uh, Krennic from Rule yes, One. Yes, so Admiral they got, Krennic. They have, they have Death Star in their blood. Yes, yeah. And I was trying to think it was rank yes. Admiral Krennic. Thank you. <laughs> um. So we see this boat with Padre on it. You know the the, the letters Padre, uh, and we get a little backstory of what's going on. Where they talk, you know, obviously this is kind of shortly after things. Um, turned. So he talks about Atlanta being, you know, where are they going to go? Atlanta's been bombed. LA's been bombed. Um, and we find out that basically what they're doing is they've got all these, I guess, because of military procurement and stuff, they've got all these shipping containers with all kinds of stuff in there food, supplies, weapons, you know, you name it. And their whole goal, it's, it seems like it, it was pretty altruistic at this point. Like their goal is to, Hey, there's all these communities popping up. We've got a bunch of stuff. We're going to spread the, the the spread the wealth and try and open relations up so we we can have a a good uh, relationship and a good communication with these other communities so that we could, you know, trade. So it's, it's kind of like what the 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 ultimate version of what, you know, was going on in the main show, you know, with with um with Alexandria and uh, and the Commonwealth and all of that, like you know, if if all that had gone the right way, that's you know that's kind of what they were trying to achieve is is separate societies and separate colonies or communities, whatever you want to call them, that that would all kind of trade together. Um, and he even mentions the governor being stuck in the Franklin Hotel in Galveston, so that they were like on their way to go, you know, get them some supplies. So again, this is all kind of like coming together as far as like what was going on at the time from we what we know of the last season where, you know, there was the bunker under the hotel, which we knew that there were survivors and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um so then we find out that the brother who's who whose name is Ben, but he goes by Crane. And so the whole point of coming up with these names is to keep them safe. So as they communicate over the radio, the the father seems to be some sort of what do you call, what do we call a birdophile? Was it a, a, an avophile, avian file, avophile? What do you, what do you call a bird watcher? He seems I mean, to be up on the birds. Um. So so again, we kind of get the I mean, aviary or well, geologist, a, bird, a, a, a birder, birder, sure. <clears throat> a bird, a beard, a female, I don't know. So we obviously get some backstory as to what's going on. Again, I, I like this scene quite a bit because it kind of fleshed out, you know, a little bit more of what we what we already knew, but it was kinda it was kinda neat to, to see to hear them kind of tie it all together. 
It was a good build up to seeing uh, Padre get fleshed out too. Hey <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> I'll, I'll leave. Good night. <laughs> Ornithologist. There you go. Um Sure, it's like the study, yeah, the study of birds, yeah. yeah. Um They're also known as Twitchers, Birders, Listers, Dudes, and Photo or Proto Birders. You're right, Aaron Birder. That, I know from, birds like that's the watching of birds, right? Thayerbirding dot com for the go. source. So. No, that's where the those hot pictures <laughs> of birds are. Yeah. All right, so we come back to the to the present day and the, the holding the head over Madison, and it's getting like really really close. Uh, I was beginning to wonder at this point, given what happened, you know, a couple episodes ago, if we we're going to see. I thought this might be yeah, it for her. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that we cut outside and Mo and her friend Dove are approaching the train because, you know, Mo is, wants to find out what's going, you know, based on what happened, you know, previously, she wants to find out what, what's going on and try, you know, because she's coming around to, you know, that there's some nefarious stuff going on. Dove is, is still like drinking the Kool-Aid and all in on it. Um, so they're approaching the train, of course, right when the head is about to, to eat Madison, Mo and them come in, unplugs the the little arm, so it stops. June's able to take Shrike's gun, knocks her on the head, and then they're able. To, a shootout commences, and June's able to shoot the the rest of the others, uh, the others uh, that were in there with with Shrike. Um, the main, you know, the, the Padre is calling, or the main HQ is calling on the radio to try and get a hold of Shrike, um, and then. Madison, you know, of course, kicks the radio away from her, um, and then Dove comes in, picks up the radio to call. Uh, she's going to call H- and res- respond to HQ, and Mo tries to tell her not to, because um, Mo starts to explain, like they all start explaining what happened to Finch, because and Dove doesn't like buy it, you know, because they say, oh, well, Finch got bit, and this is what happened, and she's like, no, 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 no that's not what happened. He was just, you know, he had a surgery and he was away, and he's just recuperating, and so. Uh, they're they're able to kind of try and give a telling uh, portrayal of of no what's really going on is is no he was bit and this is this is what happened um, and this is where Madison tells Dove that she has also has the master book um, of of where all these kids came from and, and everything else so ultimately they're able to kind of get her to their side. Uh, because she wants the truth, um, she wants to know what's what's going on. She doesn't. It, it, again, it doesn't seem like she's flipped over to their side. It's not like she's go, she's going to just ditch Padre and join up with Madison and June and, and crew. But she she know obviously there's lying going on and deception, and so she's conflicted. And I think she just wants to to get to the to the bottom of 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 what's really going on. Get to the truth. But, I don't know. My question, and I, this is just a question of logic here. So, and I'm taking the, these brother and sisters' thought process in mind, and they're basically wanting to just keep the whole thing going. Of hey, kids, your parents abandoned you. They they couldn't do this. Blah blah blah, and all this other stuff. So you're wanting to create this narrative. Why are you keeping central files on who they were, where they came from, and all that nonsense? Because what does that really matter to what they're trying to do? 
why would you keep all this? Or was Madison keeping it secret? And if so, why did they already know where the files were? I, it just seems odd to me. I, I took it as it was something Madison was doing on her own. Yeah, but yeah. I, I did too. But then I got the impression once they were back there that this was files that Strike, Strike knew about too. So I'm just like, this makes no sense. Why would you keep that information? You know, putting the bad guy hat on for a second, why would you keep the information that you're trying to wipe away? No, well, that's that's just, that that's logic as far as paper, paper keep, like file keeping goes. It doesn't occur to them to get rid of stuff because that's just the way things are. It's a nitpicky little thing, but to that's me, not even nitpicky. Just... That's just reflecting reality. Like this, like look at look at everyone that gets arrested because of incriminating files that have not been yeah. like they should have been. I mean, that's yeah. real. <laughs> you know, people have you know aides recording them talking about stealing top secret. Do- I know, I know, I that, get that's, it. That, but... That's the most realistic thing in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't know, so, maybe yeah, to keep tabs on know, them, it too. It just seems so stupid to me. Maybe to keep tabs on them, too, like, so they... I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's just... It was a weird thing to me. That's all. Again, yeah. It wasn't super clear whether Madison was just doing it and, and just for her own edification or if they were doing it, I don't know, maybe at some point they, they would need to blackmail or um, use it to, to keep people in line or to go... I don't. Yeah, I don't know. No telling. And also, have we? I don't think we have. But have we gotten confirmation of what Padre stands for yet? No. I, okay. I the the amount of steps we're taking with Padre as far as it's an actual person now. It's still an acronym for some reason. Also, it's an actual person's father. Yeah. <laughs> like well, I don't no, know. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with all this. I, I, I've read several theories. And I think that the one that I like is post-apocalyptic disaster rehabilitation equipment, that that's what that stood for on those cargo containers, and that's just where the name evolved from. It could be. Sure. I mean, that makes sense. I mean... so, but I didn't know, because I'm like, did they already give us that? Because I was trying no. to remember back, I remember seeing if they, want, if they wanted to give it to us, they'll give it in the most dramatic way possible, yeah. don't worry. Yeah, you, won't, you, won't, you won't miss it when it comes. It'll be spray-painted <laughs> on a tree by Alicia four seasons ago same, or something. Same yeah. way that, like, what's-her-face, Garbage Lady will give, like, some dramatic speech about A's and B's or whatever the fuck when it can finally get the Rick and Michonne show. Like, we're, we're they're not going to leave these things unturned. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so back to 12 years ago, Sorry. we find... Ben and Sam were stowing away on their father's ship while he was kind of going on one of these little missions and uh, uh, out and about. And this is where this, like this Ben character really just kind of falls apart for me because the dad forgets his binoculars and Ben is just like freaking out about the fact that the dad left the binoculars. Cause he thinks it's like bad. You won't know what to what? do. What? <laughs> He won't know what to do. He won't know what to do. Yeah, it's like he's, he's just like a rational freak out. Like I think if he was like maybe twelve, this would this response would make more sense. Uh-huh. But as a, I'm guessing probably like sixteen was, to eighteen year old man. I was trying to guess what they were selling us on their ages were. 
Because at one point in the beginning, I got that she might have been around 13, but then by the time they're being chased by zombies, I'm like, no, maybe she's supposed to be 16, 17. I don't know. That's kind of so. And I couldn't tell. Are they supposed to be like fraternal twins or something, or are they? I don't know. I I don't care. I don't think it really matters. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what 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 difference does that make? Like, do they feel pain (laughs) when the other one gets hurt? Like, unless there's some magical connection, I don't care. (laughs) No, I was just trying to figure out the dynamic. Um, But yeah, he he just. And also, I don't believe that this kid would act that way. Yeah, I mean that's my whole point. Is (laughs) like. A seventeen or eighteen is is literally freaking out like a like a small child over the dad not taking binoculars. I mean, I know he said, "Oh, it's like good luck or whatever," and their mom died, you know, too. So they're like on edge, but it just seemed like a like I can understand the whole like. I mean, they're they're sheltered and you know zombies. Sure. Are, well, you know, the you other, don't know how you're acting. The <laughs> other question too that just came to my mind is maybe he's on the spectrum somewhere because like my son. I mean, even now in his early 20s, will sometimes have irrational thoughts like that that he just can't let go of. So I can, I can respect that. But like, again, this is not a subtle show. If they wanted to do something like that, they'd make they'd highlight yeah, it. And the fact yeah, that maybe. they made, I don't know. I, I mean, the, the only counter to that I would have is just that they make him the actual leader of this of this organization. And so, um. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It, it just seems strange to me that he would just have this kind of a, this kind of a, a reaction. Um, it, yeah, yeah. I think it could have been done. I think they could have done it in a manner in which it didn't come across as him acting like a like a small child. Um. So we come back to the present, um, and our our group of of heroes gets ambushed by the parents because we know like the parents have been. They're, they're out, out there, there right? Because their kids have been taken, so they really unsuccessful because they just finally found yeah, somebody. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a long time, guys. It's been eight yeah. years when they had the parents group. Where they're like, oh, "We got somebody. Yeah. We got one." Um, <laughs> and they tell you know, well, it's been seven, eight years, but how long has it been since Daniels had his shit together? And I, I mean, I'm glad they found you. I know because apparently they were doing a horrible job before he got there. Because look, they found him. Yeah. <laughs> <Finally. laughs> But they kind of have this conversation about their kids, and you know, she says like, "Oh, well, you know, your child's dead. Your child's dead. You know, this one." Kind of, kind of having that that conversation, um, and and uh, so then we find out that you know Daniel is in charge of this parents group, um, and he drinks a, a ginkgo smoothie to keep yeah, his mind straight. Keep his mind straight, because of course they had to. That was I love that little line of dialogue because everyone's like, "Isn't he like out of it?" And he's just like, "Oh, so I just, I just drink this thing and I'm cured." <laughs> I just drink no this more dementia. Oh, uh, isn't that right, Madison? <laughs> yeah, air tank. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Here, have some of this. It'll cure your bad lungs. Um, <laughs> are, are, aren't you? Isn't that right, Aaron? I'm communicating with over zombie Skype. Yeah, I got a I got a metal arm now, and it works just as well as my other arm. It's like I don't need to lose it. Like I'm fine. Uh, and we find out that Morgan kind of ratted them out. Like well, yeah, we knew that, yeah. yeah. And so everybody everybody just kind of bailed. Um, but it turns out that Padre thought Daniel was too old, so they were just like, "Ah, eh, you're too old. Go." <laughs> 
And because Padre's too kind, they're like, we won't just shoot no, him in we'll the face just, and move on. We'll just leave. We'll just dump him somewhere, and that'll probably have. We'll just bury people up to their neck at the beach. We, I mean, we're, <laughs> we're we're an organization that kidnaps people and knows that they want revenge against us. And here's a man who we just decided to dump out away from his family, who he cares about deeply. We'll just assume he'll never come back. It's fine. Like, yeah. like just shoot these people in the face. That's what I'm well, saying. Well, as we you find out later, the, if you're stealing children from parents, you can shoot people in the face. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's like this is common logic to me. But we I find out later that it's not even that it 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 isn't even what we thought it was. It turns out it's the Lost Boys, and they've met Peter Pan or something. I mean, they're running this island like. There's me. I don't, I mean, it's the, uh, the, it, it makes sense that they pull some stupid moves, but like as many stupid moves as they have pulled, it's like how have they been able to do this so long? The the one person that seems to get what I'm saying is Julia Ormond in the in the the Walking Dead t- kid, the teen one. <laughs> like she she burned a town yes. down because like they're not useful anymore. Them. Like that's it. They're yeah. done. Like, that's, like she, she, at least she got it. Like she knows what to do. Yes. Um, so Daniel and Madison kind of have this walk and talk conversation. She, he tells her about Charlie and that, you know, how he said he would stay with her and then he didn't and how he found this group and, you know, mentions Luciana and, and then Madison says, well, you know, maybe we can, we can find, find what happened to Luciana. Like we can basically get the band back together, um, and, and just be, you know, regroup with each other. Um, wait, so they mentioned Luciana. Did she die? No. It sounded like it, it sounded like he's it implied that she died. Like because they I, they talk about I Charlie dying. Yeah, I got the impression that he was saying he, I wasn't there for Ophelia, I wasn't there for Charlie, and then I wasn't there for Luciana. Yeah, like her specifically, like the the way he pointed her out, like it, it gave me the impression that she I'm died. Trying, or something. I yeah, I'm there. trying to recall because she was in charge of the oil town, and then yeah, I thought she. She took off with the rest. Right, of I thought them, she but... when the whole when they got on the rafts and stuff. I thought she was. Yeah, but we have sure we but we have an eight, right, yeah, right, right, right. Like I don't, I don't know if like the kid, the actress is just not on the show or I don't know. I, I get we'll see. I guess when we keep going, it just it, the way he phrased it, like Rich is saying, it sounded like he was implying that she had died also in addition to Charlie, which sucks as far as off screen deaths go. But yeah, I don't know. I'll go back and rewatch that because yeah, I wrote it down. I, Lucy on a dead question mark because I I wasn't sure what that meant. Yeah, yeah I just I took it as she's just kind of out there, but yeah, but no, I totally get it. It was very strange because it was it, they talked about her in the context of the fact that he missed being there with her, like he also did for Charlie, and I couldn't tell if he meant like <coughs> literally when she died or that when Luciana needed him, he wasn't there for her at all. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, I hear I it. Get that, it, yeah. it can go either right. way for sure. I just, I, it, it, I wasn't sure because he's lumping it in with a dead character. I just, I right, really didn't right. know. Uh, are we assuming Charlie's dead? To, it, Charlie's dead, right? That's the Charlie idea. Died, yeah. Yeah. From yeah. The, the, um, well, she had all kinds of, yeah, voice, I mean, she yeah, was, yeah, the radiation yeah. 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 He was on Death Star. By the way, as much fun as we might be making of this, uh, Ruben Blades still kicking yes. ass in this show. Oh he's my great. god, he like, was yeah. so wonderful in this episode. Yeah, he's, yes. he's very good. Like, I really like this episode because of him. So He didn't hurt, that's for sure. Um, So the Padre group comes up, and 
they, they kind of have their little standoff and uh, the, the, they try to talk to Hawk about um, how they could take them in and it convinces them to, to, to at least let them go. So it was just kind of a weird meet up there. Um, back, uh, we had to, back to the flashback. Uh, Ben's still frantically trying to look for his dad. Um, Sam goes after him. And of course the inevitable happens and Ben cut, turns around a corner and, you know, gets, a t- you know, run up by walkers and they can't find where their dad is. You could tell like like something's happened where these group of you know soldiers he was with are you know are, you know so, so something's happened. It's it, it, it's yeah. pretty clear. Um, we come back to the present, and this is where this part was a little weird because it's just like we got this little bit, and then they don't really do anything else with it. And then given how they expose Padre, this seemed a little strange. But it's Padre talking to Finch about the story they need to come up with because, you know, they need to, you know, they don't want to be like, Oh yeah, he got bit, but he's going to hang out, you know, kind of thing. Um, so they're trying to concoct their, their story of, of what's going on. And then Madison comes on the radio to tell them that they have Shrike. And, uh, there's that one lady that's with the parents that thinks dove is her daughter. Because she keeps questioning her, like, "Do you remember your mother? Like, do you?" It was clear that they were trying to set up that um, they thought that she was her daughter, which we'll find out. I have a thought on find that out later. Not the case. Um, and Madison wants the file, or she'll tell everyone who Shrike really is, because Madison found out that Shrike is Padre's daughter. So. Which that's not. I mean, it's true, but not true. Like, I guess at one point it was true, but in the present sense, it's not true. Um, yeah. So we, we yeah, cut yeah. back again to twelve years ago. Uh, Krennic is able to save Ben. He comes up, shoots a few walkers. They get chased, and of course, they get boxed in. Literally, um, this is a good place for this kind of thing. I enjoyed this. Set. Yeah. Like uh, I was. I'm yeah. into. Because like the maze of the, like that's clever. That's a clever kind of use for a like a you know a um, tanker ship or whatever. Yeah, and it would also explain like container ship how they could not get away, right? Because yeah, because it's it, confusing. It's confusing. There's you know li- you know limited you know the corridors are limiting. You know as far you know it's not like you can just you know just beeline it you know and and take off. Yeah. Um. So it kind of makes a little bit more sense about how this, you know, trained military general and his men kind of got overrun because of, um, mm-hmm. because of of the way this stuff is placed. Um, and it turns out the kids get away, so they boost up Sam. Um, he boosts up Ben, and they're not able to get the general up there, and he gets uh, eat, uh, eaten by the walkers. And so. At this point, I was like, "Okay," and he, he really, he really gives a like a Saint Carl style, like I'm getting torn up and stuff, but I'm going to give you a lot of words of wisdom before I go. As there's people munching yeah, on my body, he, he, as he not even winces in pain, like he's just like having yeah. it's just it's almost like they're a mental nuisance. preparation he must have had in advance of this is was really intense. Yeah. <laughs> so, <clears throat> just a quick side note: I looked at the credits for this episode, and it does have. Uh, Luciana uh, Denier, or whatever her name is, credited 
for this episode. So then I look, she's credited for the first four episodes of this. Season. Yeah, that's just, that's contract stuff. I can't go. I can't go on that as an understanding of where she. Oh is. no, I'm just wondering though if because they don't have it beyond episode four, so that's I'm wondering if maybe. Well, is that IMDb we'll or is that? Let's, yeah. let's not worry yeah. about this. I don't want to like feel like I get spoiled. <laughs> so, oh yeah, I sorry. I just went down a rabbit hole. I hear, I hear. I mean, they put don't Coleman Domingo is still in the opening credit. Yeah, and he hasn't got, yet. So you haven't yeah. seen him though. He's he's uh, he's Ant Man. <laughs> he's in every episode. <laughs> um. So yeah. So as this is all going on, we kind of cut back and forth between Madison and uh, what's happening in in the Padre interrogation room and what's happening with the kids and their dad. And of course, Madison is like, Oh, I'll show you, you, you know, you think you've got it. And she picks up the sledgehammer, of course, um, and smashes the mirror. And of course, on the other side of the mirror, it's Ben to the surprise. of And this, yeah, this was such a bad move on her part. Whose part? I mean, after all she's been through, Madison, after all she's been through and everything else, now she adds another seven years bad luck to oh, her tally. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Really did her in. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Um, gotta make wise choices. Yeah. We find out that, you know, made up stories about the parents leaving. They basically told the kids, your parents left. They're not coming back. They abandoned you, you know, and, and all that. So that's how they kind of, and again, you tell this to small children and indoctrinate them when they grow up, they don't, they don't know any different. They don't even know that their bird names are not their real names. Like they, you know, even Dove was confused. It's like, what do you mean my real name? Like, it, and mm-hmm. we find out that her, her real name was Odessa. Um, and her mother was killed because Madison and Morgan found her. And tried to say, hey, your daughter's alive. She's being held. And I guess the implication is is here that Madison didn't kill her mother. Madison got her mother killed by saying that her daughter was alive. And they tried to storm Padre and were killed, um, basically trying to break break the daughter out. But it was Madison. You know, it, it, they blame Madison because it, you know she was responsible for, for, for doing that. Um. And I thought the actress playing Dove, I thought she did really good through this episode. This was the only scene where I was just like, maybe one more take. <laughs> but uh, but I thought she was really good in the episode other than that. Um, and this is where Madison realizes the truth isn't going to work, right? Because even Shrike is like, go ahead, tell them, tell them all, tell them the truth. Like it's, it's you know, I think Madison realizes, okay, this may like, cause even Dove had a hard time accepting the truth. And so, you know, to destroy these kids world, uh, you know, basically Madison just d- decides not to like, it's just like, okay, fine. Um, and they end up taking her and June back to the swamps, which of course, as soon as they get there, here comes Daniel. Um, and they, they tell, so that soldier that was with Daniel that thought Dove was her kid, they say that no, she's she's not. You're not her mother. Like that's, um, mm-hmm. and and Shrike is convinced that the kids are going to stay. She's like, yeah, they're you know you can tell them if you want, but they're they're going to stay. They're not going to come with you because this is, you know, they're safe here. This is all they know. This is what they're, they're you know they they've been trained for all this. Um, Madison and Morgan kind of have another conversation, uh, or Madison. I'm sorry, Madison and and Daniel have another conversation. 
um, <clears throat> about a leader, and of course, um, Madison thinks that Morgan can come and lead them. And I agree until he flip flops. Yeah. Um, so then we get Shrike and Ben talking to each other and said, basically, yeah, the parents are probably coming. They know where we are now. Um, we're, you know, we're, we're going to get overrun by, by them at some point and probably in the near future. And Shrike comes up with this plan to just be like, okay, this place is compromised. We know that they know they're coming. Let's just go back to to basics and do what our dad wanted to do from the start and go get these containers and let's let's clear get out of here. Uh, and as as we zoom, she, she says like, look, they're children, but we've trained them to be soldiers, and there's a whole bunch of them. And as we zoom out, we find out that this little maze of shipping containers where they have all their you know supplies and stuff is just is just infested with walkers that they 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 purposely put walkers in here to protect the the goods so to speak um and so, well that's where their dad died yes. right yeah. yeah yeah so i mean aren't those walkers all the ones that overran them like 12 years ago or whatever part of them and yeah they but, just they, been adding but they specifically them? Yeah. yeah they yeah they said they they they've added to them to keep it safe because there's there's like it's like wall to wall in there. There's like nowhere to even move. Um, yeah, inside the fences. So for some reason, those fences stay up just fine. <laughs> oh yeah, those are easy fences. Steel walls and brick, you know, brick walls. Eventually, they uh, they end up falling down uh, with when a bunch of walkers push. Military, they're probably pushing it cemented into the ground sure. and whatnot. But still, yeah, I get your yeah. point. I mean, they do rust. So that's where we leave this episode with this big old horde of walkers that uh, that are that are there. So, and the potential of Morgan rising up, yes, <laughs> to be the, the leader, leader. Need, which we'll see. Um. So that's it. That's Odessa. So, uh, what did you guys think? What? Uh, so, Rich, we'll, we'll as we have done so far this season, we will lead with you. How many? How many Tobies do you give Odessa? Well, you know, despite that there's still some flawed logic in the uh, writing of things, especially just specific scenes and stuff, I did really like this episode. Like, um, everything with Daniel, really enjoyed it. Um, I don't know. I just, and like I said, the actress that played Dove, I thought that she did really well because, yeah. you know, I know Aaron really likes the child actors on these shows. So, uh, you know, the ones that do really, really good. <laughs> There's only one that I dislike. <laughs> and even that's evolved because they got better because they grew up. <laughs> but uh, I thought she oversold the, you killed my mom. Or she's dead because of you. But other than that, I thought she did really, really good. Um, I just, I, I feel that there's some kind of coolness behind what they've created with this storyline and just some level of silliness that is almost on borderlines on Scooby-Doo. But um, I did like this episode. I, I, I'll give it three and a half Tobies. Wow. Aaron? I'm not the same. I, I feel like this has all been, in my eyes, pretty consistent. Uh, you know, some episodes do things better than others. Uh, I appreciate getting the backstory stuff because um, it, it's it's done. It's handled well enough. Um, 
I I do think these the the work of these performers are is good for the most part. Um, it's like with the the Shrike character. If we're like introducing new big bads or what have you, like I think that stuff's working as well as it needs to. Um, yeah, like it's doing a little table setting this week, which is fine. Although you know the welcome return of Daniel's nice and what have you. So like it's it's a good episode. I have no real like major gripe against it. I have nothing to say that's like makes it stand out like as being super amazing. It's it's a good episode. So, so three and a half Toby's. Nice. Um, I guess I was a li- not as quite as enamored as it with with it as as you guys were, but I give it a three. I think it was it was a, a solid episode. I think the the only thing that really dinged it for me was just the the whole Ben stuff which just seemed kind of silly um but yeah i like yeah, i like where things are going i i like that we're past the padre mystery now like i, I was afraid that this was yeah. going to just keep dragging out so three episodes in and we're just okay now we can get to the meat of of what's happening and i, I think they're clearly it it seems now that they're i think they're setting this up to where when we get pat when we get to this half season break that like this part of the story will be will be wrapped up so we can hit the final six episodes and get to whatever the 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 final conflict is or um you know the final what whatever the end goal is for for these characters to to wrap up in the final six so i'm feeling better about like again where things are going and again like i said i, I like the, the the initial flashback to kind of i like when they world build and and expand on you know even if it's stuff that we kind of knew but but they they acknowledge yeah. You know these interactions and and these other things. I, I thought that was I thought that was a that was actually a pretty good scene. So, Agreed. I'll give it three. So that's what we thought. What did the Facebook group have to say? Oh well, you can find that out at facebook.com slash group slash wtv podcast, where all the listeners uh, are happy to gather and share their thoughts on the uh, weekly episodes. We got a couple Toby ratings here uh, this week. Uh, first is from Kevin Barry. He says, three, welcome back, well, Daniel, man. but where is skin marks out of five? It was a bit all over the place at times, but there were enough moments that I enjoyed. Oh, um, skid mark. Well, it's been quite a while. It's probably not no longer. He's been. probably absorbed a lot of radiation, become a giant dog that terrorizes Kansas. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Or, or he, you know, went up state to a farm where he's happy. and yeah. <laughs> Okay. Um... All right. Shota Tsunamura um, seems to have forgotten the number. It just says whistleblower out of five. Uh, so I think he cut off whatever the number was there. Uh, let's assume it was a 27. Um, <laughs> Madison Gate 2022 edition. One, Madison, what I promise, Mo, I do. Naomi, June, oh, you know Mo. Madison, yeah, Morgan and Grace's daughter. June, oh, you know them too. It's a small world after all. Two, Oh, great. He's a bird watcher. Still love the bird names, though. Oh, okay. I see where this is going, and I'm betting Padre isn't who they're making us think he is. How did Ren even know about the the -the off-the-book secret black site lab? Legit question. Maybe I missed her being told about it. I don't know. Maybe it's a big sister, little sister relationship thing going on with Ren and Dove. I'm assuming it's it's 12 years old, but taking her word on an 8-year-old seems off to me. Also, Ren knows Blue Jay? Not even Finch knew her. He's supposed to be off the books. Why would Madison or June just take out Shrike then and there? Ben is a plot-convenient character, if I've ever seen one, to the degree where he's not believable being a real person ever, making sure the dad is a safe, lame excuse to tag along, taking the binoculars to him, lamer for his excuse, still pretty sure what's about to happen, and if I'm right, it's dumb, I hope I'm wrong. 
we're parents, all right? We're parents against Padre Eggs Rescuers. <laughs> more shows need more anagrams. I hope that's the right word. That's the right word. You got an anagram. Three. I like that one better than the, the one I talked about. Three. Too old to be of any use. Yeah, this checks out if Padre is who we think he is. Ah, oh, yeah, I forgot Charlie got sick. Madison, Luciana, Charlie, we can find out what happened to them. Daniel, oh, and the other kids we brought in from when we built a plane, Annie, Max, and Dylan. Madison, who? Daniel, you had the camera? Oh, I can't remember them. Maybe someone from the audience can help us. Who are you? Not to question Padre. We outnumber you. Is this really the hill you want to die on, kid? Why don't you just join us? Fight alongside us. We got snacks. Four. Yeah, if these kids haven't gotten the idea that to not make noise, then yeah, their dad's good as dead. They're teens. They should know this. No weapon clearly afraid and loud. Tell me again how you're there to make sure dad's safe. Every time Shrike opens her mouth as a captive, I get the urge to hit her in the face. Quiet, you. And her haircut is stupid, and she dresses like she's an imperial officer. Even their dad has a look. Are you having serious? When Ben tells them we came to give you binoculars, this is such stupid writing. <laughs> more of these are there five okay one they totally let their dad's efforts die going doing the complete opposite of what he was trying to do two you f- yeah figured ben was padre after the first introduction of him not wanting to wanting the dad to leave the island this isn't a choice it's dumb storytelling now why was sam she doesn't deserve to be called shrike saying she's his daughter which yeah makes padre look hypocritical when saying she, his sister, gets her better results. Padre's message is still solid, and he's still playable, a playable bargaining chip. So dumb. I got it. Six, the Madison I know, after finding out who Padre is, would just sledgehammer them with taste my hammer, Troy, line. Okay. I don't see any reason is why Madison is not just ending this, especially since she has no need to worry about consequences. She doesn't care if she dies. Hmm. Seven, it would break those kids to learn their parents died. We thought it would be easier on them if they thought their parents just straight up abandoned them. What? That's worse. I've never been more mad due to stupid storytelling because this makes no logical sense. I believe there's a guy on this podcast that agrees with that. Um, Eight, okay, okay, my brain is having an aneurysm trying to follow ChatGPT's storytelling here. Why would Dove instantly decide to stay with Padre just because she learned her mother is dead? Why would Madison not explain the full situation that happened? I think if they didn't give him a chance, really. And even after Dove learning that Padre still lied to her, I don't get it. Why, um, why do people stay oh. in cults? <laughs> like, I mean, that's a good point. I mean, people people learn the truth about things, and I mean, it's, it's the, in the cool. There's something to there's something to be uh, you know, especially in this kind of world about safety and comfort, and you know, being provided yeah. for and everything else. So, Satan is good. Satan is my pal. I want to kill everyone. Yeah, the burps. Come on. Uh, where was that? <laughs> it's Madison's fault because Madison gave her hope this is she died of a broken heart bad dialogue come on Daniel you don't need Sam anymore just shoot her I mean she's just right there do you people want your kids back because this ain't working okay 
uh, Madison, I'm not the leader you need, but I think you know who is. Daniel, excuse me, I'm an ex-military who has a cartel running experience. I think I'm handling it pretty well. I'm the protagonist now. It's a good point, though, really. Uh, last podcast, you guys pointed out how Padre might be one of Fear's better villains. This episode has done everything to convince me otherwise. Agreed. Who said that? I didn't say yeah, that. I don't remember saying that. I don't say that at all. <laughs> I, I don't remember anybody saying that, but I will agree. Daryl off hours? Classic Daryl. <laughs> yeah. Way to go, Dr. Current. Always behind. Um, uh, but I agree. This convinced me way otherwise. Um, I'm not saying I, worse that I don't mind the Shrike character, but I yeah I I, I can't even honestly <laughs> can't think of the of the fear villains in general to be like oh yeah this one really took the cake. We made some comment about fear villain. I don't remember what it was. I think but... we we said it was better than the than the one lady that's on Kobe from um that's on the boys. Yes. Like we said that it's we better did than that, say that. Which I, I, I stand by that. that. That's better I mean, than that character. Me too. Yes. yes. Um, and I don't blame the actress because I do like her in the voice. So, fear villains are like. Let's see. There's like the fi- like the sun. They're like Batman. One. They're like Batman villains. Every scene should be shot at a crooked angle. I mean, they're kind okay. of silly in a way. I found an article. Virginia's her name, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. whatever. Uh, there's that one kid, Troy, who was like an asshole. Um, I remember him. Let's see, Teddy. Teddy's like the best villain, right? I like Teddy. Yeah, yeah he, he's that by far. Teddy right? wasn't a villain. Teddy was just crazy. I mean, he was a serial killer. He's a villain. <laughs> but, um, oh, yeah, he, pre-pandemic, he, he was a serial I'm, I'm and, talking. And, 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 he, and he set off a nuclear bomb. <laughs> so, yeah, no, he, he wins. <laughs> you know, you break a few eggs to make an omelet there, Aaron. Come on. <laughs> All right. Okay, so let me finish this here, and uh, uh, I can't take these Lord of the Flies leaders seriously after this episode, and it only gets a one just out of the fact, so we've solved the mystery of the beginning, Aaron, it's a one whistleblower out of five, Uh, so it gets a one out of the fact it exists alone, (laughs) also their name... Their surname is Krennic, an actual Star Wars villain name. Yeah, we got that. Yeah. Fear the Facts 1A, despite the large group of undead shown swarming General Krennic at the shipyard, he was later seen reanimated and maintained much of his body strength. Did, did we see him in the crowd of walkers? I didn't notice, but hey, whatever. There was somebody in a military uniform, but I but he had other guys. That but I boats. thought there were a lot of military. Yeah, there are a few yeah, boats yeah, in military yeah. uniforms. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it may have been him. I don't know. And you know, maybe the walker they got their bites. They're like, hey, we're good. They're probably <laughs> made of the same DNA as that fence. So <laughs> yeah. And I'm trying really hard to make Toby's read, but oh yeah, you know, Um. Thought I'd take over there for you, Aaron, so you could uh, rest yeah, the pipes a little. There's a lot. There's a lot. So, yeah, thanks for that. There's something to be said sometimes for brevity. Yeah, that's it. That's the rating. That's the OB ratings. All right. Well, excellent. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks, everybody, for commenting um, as we race towards the end of the second show, um, Fear the Walking Dead. 
So we will, uh, at this point, be back next week. Um, same bad time. Same bad yeah, time. Yeah, in the meantime, Aaron, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, I host a show called Out Now with Aaron and Abe with my friend Abe. We talk about weekly movie releases. I'm also co-hosting a show called The Summer of 93 at 30, which is part of the Brandon Peter Show. We're talking about the summer movie season from 30 years ago in 1993. I write movie reviews for We Live Entertainment and WhysoBlue.com, and I'm on Twitter at Aaron's PS4. Rich? Yeah, I am on the Walking Dead TV podcast, and um, you can catch me on the socials at ChubToad01. Excellent. And, of course, you can find me here as well on the Walking Dead TV podcast at uh, HHWLOD.com, as well as over on Gotham by Geeks on Dr. Current, Mr. Darrow Taylor's Taylor Network of Podcasts, where you can find out, check out all his podcasts over there. Um, so thanks, everyone. Again, for listening, we will be back next week. So until there's no more room in hell and the dead walk the earth, remember, seven years of bad luck for breaking a mirror. It's true. I've seen it. <laughs>